0: Welcome, everybody, to this month's edition of the Something in the Air podcast. We are going to recap the month of January, and if you love snow, even if you like snow, this was the one for you. We broke our snow drought here. We were going to talk about the snow. We're going to talk about the stormy January, the temperatures, and join with me, my weather dad, birthday buddy, and New Jersey state climatologist, Dr. Dave Robinson, uh, we were just together last week at the American Meteorological Society conference in Baltimore. Although I didn't say this to you yet, uh, uh, off camera, but I'm sorry I didn't see Muchi. I saw you for like five minutes on an Uber ride together, and then uh, I saw your talk. But then I had to leave before you, you were done talking. So that's the story. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: I mean those conferences are are very busy and. We had the Rutgers dinner together, but there were 30 people there, so it was yeah. tough to talk to everyone. And then, you know, you get busy with sessions and you're running from one place to the other in the conference center, listening to presentations, giving presentations of sidebars uh, during breaks. I had a big meeting for one afternoon regarding our the Mesonet program we have, our weather network, uh, part of a national meeting that had nothing directly to do with the conference but every many people were there and that's why they held it that way so yeah yeah it's not enough time just not enough time
0: no it's not I, I said especially uh this year is a record number of people I think 6,600 people in the door and the way I can describe this it it's like Disney World for meteorologists it's everything you could ever want you know if you're in the weather enterprise, yeah, you got yeah. the people, you got the food, you got the drinks, you know, I don't know if there's like a ride maybe, but you know, you go up the escalator a lot, that, that might count.
1: You know, I'll tell you, looking at the people there, there's Mickey Mouse and Goofy, no doubt. <laughs> well,
0: hopefully people weren't saying that about us. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's start off with the hard news first. This is our last episode of the Something in the Air podcast. Um... I am focusing my time on our Across the Sky podcast, which Dave Robinson has been on before. That Those are new episodes that come out every Monday. Um, but this has really been an incredible uh, ride for everybody who's listening. Thank you for listening over the past five and a half years, which I'm like, Jesus, it's really been that long. But it has. And I don't know if you remember this, but I, I this kind of was at a whim. We started the podcast. We met or we saw each other, I should say, at an emergency preparedness conference in 2018 in Atlantic City. You were sitting on the other side of the room with Matt Gerbisch, the assistant state climatologist. I was talking to you. I said, hey, you know, would you want to, like, maybe do an episode with me or about recapping the previous month's weather? And you graciously
1: said yes, and the rest was history. The rest is history, and I can't thank the listeners, viewers enough uh, we've taken a lot of hours of your life and, and we apologize for that in some cases, but yeah, we, have, we do. enjoyed our banter as well because it's been a pleasure.
0: Yeah. And, you know, on a personal note, I mean, I think we really developed our friendship from the podcast too. I mean, I did research with you in 2013, yeah, so. but just getting to talk with you once a month, you know, and then obviously more in between came to my wedding. I got uh, a wedding invite out of right. This, so. You got a wedding invite out of it. Um, you know, it was it a great
1: was, wedding. It was a great wedding, folks. Yeah. It was but blast.
0: I, yeah. And that, that's another thing that that's happened a couple of years in the past now, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's really been great to be doing this with you and to talk about everything in the past month's weather for all the listeners. I mean, you know, I, uh, my goal is at some point in the future, someone will go back on these podcasts cause they need to dig out some weather info for something. Maybe it's in the year 2100. We'll see. But also, uh, I want to give a big shout out to Mike Zabriskie and everyone at Stockton University because they have been putting this on in video form for three and a half years. I, we got, kind of got some bad timing. I don't know if you remember, but the first episode we did in video uh, was we had you, I don't even know what platform it was, but in February 2020, and I was in the Stockton studio, you were in on like a second screen, and we did that for a grand total of one month. Because then COVID started the next month and I'd be doing it here. But Mike's been awesome. The students and the uh, interns who have been working on this has been, uh, you know, without them, we couldn't do this either. So big. Thank you. Big. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to get the hard part out of the way first. Now let's get into uh, our last recap here of twenty twenty four. And I guess we're going off on a high note for two of us who like snow. We had snow. It finally snowed. It snowed multiple times this month. Um, Why don't you just take us through an overall look at the snow we had last month? What were the totals, you know, month-wide? How do we stack up? And then I want to get into that uh, January 19th event um, after that.
1: Yeah, it it was about average when (laughs) it comes out of it. Um, Atlantic City had four at the at the airport had four point six inches for the month. They don't measure snow at the marina. We looked at numbers for South Jersey, and, and that includes everywhere from um, what are we, Burlington and Ocean County South. And the average was 6.6 inches, and that's 0.9 inches above normal. <laughs> and if we look back 130 years. That's the forty third snowiest January on record. So it was close to average. It was in the middle, but it was something. It yeah. was something. We'll take and, it. And 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 we break the state into north, central, and southern divisions. So which division had the least? Central. Central, where yeah. I live. Um, the north had more. The central had about four inches. The south had over six inches. Uh, That storm on the 19th just made it barely up to Route 1 corridor, and I'm a little north of there. And so 10 miles south of me had twice the snow I had. But that's that's the way it goes. That's just the way it goes. And thank goodness the South got to see some snow. And my grandkids down in Delaware and Annapolis, Maryland, they got to see snow. And I got to see some nice video of them out playing in the snow. And I got on my cross-country skis one late afternoon um, for a little skiing before it all iced up again. But winter's not over. We're not going to get to tell you a month from now about the great storm of late February. Um,
0: Might have to. Uh, that, that's a good uh, forecast. There, we might have to extend the show another month because I think the ratings might go bonanza if we get another well, uh, blockbuster. You know,
1: we can say anything we month. want about the next month now because we're not going to be have to be held accountable next that, month when that, we cut, when we cut the February. Th- that is true. So, Let so, me so ask though. Just these, oh, no. I,
0: well, I just want to ask a question. Did, yeah. Who had the most? Or was it North or South that had the most in the
1: state out of the three? It was, the, it was the Northwest. Oh, okay. Um, on the uh, 6th of January, High Point Ranger Station had 14 inches of snow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there were a bunch of places up in the Northwest corner of the state that had 10, 15, 20 inches of, of, of snow. Okay. But you did pretty com- comparable to the Northeast part of the state. Central Park in New York City only had like 2.3 inches. So you, South did better than anywhere except you know kind of north of 78 and kind of west of the parkway um corridor up there they had a little bit more so right little to be proud of all right i'll take it you got that one big event um and it was great to see everyone get a look at it's the first time really since january of 22 that the entire state was snow covered our report that's going to be coming out tonight or tomorrow that I wrote up and Matt Gerbisch will be putting online tonight, um, has a satellite image of the state um, on, I think, I don't remember, the 20, 20th or something like that, um, showing the whole state with clear skies and snow covered. And you can see the dark pinelands where the snow is underneath the, the coniferous forest sticks out. And, uh, you know, take a look at that at uh, uh, NJ Climate dot org
0: yeah definitely and i'm on uh uh your website now because i'm looking at some of these snow maps that you can also see on yeah we
1: also site. have maps for yeah. snow storms
0: so the 15th 16th you know it, storm in quotes wasn't really a storm but it was a light snow event that was like generally one to three but let's talk about that january 19th one because this one was uh, th- there was nothing to sneeze at uh if you were in the southern half of the state it was the uh norland trough uh storm which kind of uh maybe was the buzzword for that week leading up to it um you know it's uh it's a area of converging winds on the northwest side of a low pressure system and you know you look at your map here and you see who had the highest totals how about southern cumberland county i mean i don't know how often that happened i've I've never seen that myself um you know in the six years i've been here but it was a it was a storm in the southern half of the state i mean and you know Let's put it this way from a from a uh, your local meteorologist perspective. I was a big fan of this because it started right before, you know, kind of sunrise and it ended right before sunset. It wasn't an overnight thing. I didn't have to update into the night or do videos. So, you know, Mother Nature gave me a a, a nice softball on that one. So I appreciate that. But it was a, uh, a storm where it was like, like you said, you know, Delaware. I think I don't know how much Annapolis got, but pretty much the far southern part of the state into you know Delaware cashed in and you know I my forecast was pretty good but the one part and I have no problems I was wrong was the Cape May bubble of all places in Southern Cape I thought they would switch over with some rain they really didn't and they ended up with about three inches all the way down to Cape May but yeah 6.5 I think near Bridgeton and 6.3 and Laurel Lake or a commercial township in Cumberland County so what were your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, this the Southwest did the best. Um, when you go up through Cumberland, Salem, up to Camden, uh, western parts of Burlington County, that's where you saw the four to six inches. Um, no doubt plowable snow in many places. Maybe the main highways, they kept pouring salt on them, so they didn't need to get the plows out too much. Um, but that was the the brunt of the storm as you headed towards the coast a little bit less. And as I said, once you got up near about the Route 1 corridor north, it was just a couple inches at most. And it fell during the day, like you said. And there was enough solar radiation gets through the clouds that when you've got temperatures in the upper 20s, low 30s, and the daylight and a very slow rate of snowfall, it didn't stick on the roads. Um, until late in the afternoon as it was tapering off. Meanwhile, the South had gotten it at enough of an intensity that it, it covered the roads and became a much more hazardous situation. So, you know, with the with the good comes the bad, and that was travel conditions that day were uh, you know, tenuous. Um, but you know, it's been a while. It's been a while. You didn't see it last winter. No last
0: No, summer. we didn't. Oh. And, you know- yeah and you know it kind of reminds me of um one of the storms from two winters ago where the southern half of the state saw the most and the northern half didn't and then this was pretty similar to that but uh storms.
1: you know you had two, the two storms that winter the January early January storm the north got nothing yes and then the late January storm of this is 2022 um it got the whole state. Uh, but I believe, as I recall, the South had the most from that one as well. So Galloway Township was the snowiest spot of the state that month. And since it was like nothing else the rest of yeah. the winter, it was the snowiest spot in the state for the winter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I always think of that late January one as like a shore storm, like the further east you went, the more snow you got. But you're right. I mean, if you were in Atlantic or K-May counties, that's where you cashed in because you had those two big storms that were there, but you know, in in Monmouth County and uh, you know, saw still 12 to 20 from that, that storm at late January. But um, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a good event. Um, If you like your snow, if you're one of those one and done people uh, and I know there's many of them out there, you know, that was kind of satisfactory for you. If you're, Probably like uh, Dave Robinson and I, we could use a couple more in our life uh, in February to, um, and maybe March, you know, to get us through. But, you know, talk to us as we go real quick. We have about 90 seconds left. You know, what does the climatology say about snow between January into February? Is there much of a difference? Do we see different kinds of storms during those two periods?
1: Climatologically, February in the state has a little bit more snow than January, but it's really a toss-up. And and sometimes March or December can trump everything. Um, So there's still opportunities as we go through the month. The ocean temperatures are cooler. So if you bring the winds a little bit off the ocean, you have a better chance of it turning over to rain in December than you do even in March. So for those who are looking for some more snow... Uh, There still could be opportunities, um, but, you know, it doesn't stick around as long. The sun's higher in the sky, um, so they're kind of in and out uh, a little more quickly. But we've had some tremendous big storms in March. The 1993 storm, um, the 1888 blizzard, Um, you can't let your guard down in March. But again, they generally tend to be short-lived events, and you know, spring is just on the horizon. After all, the groundhog didn't see a shadow, so we're not supposed to have any more winter, right?
0: Let's take a break, and we'll come back to you. We'll talk about those temperature combinations, and we'll also talk about the stormy January we had in addition to that snow. You are listening to our last episode of the Something in the Air podcast. And we are back for our final episode of the Something in the Air podcast recap in the month of January 2024. Well, we started 2024 just like we ended 2023. Stormy. Uh, We had multiple storms throughout the month and not just, you know, hey, it rained a little bit. I mean, we had events that were over an inch, two inches of rain with this. And of course, we had the snow to come. So Overall precipitation, I have to imagine, pretty wet in the southern half of the state.
1: You know, and you at one point I was look counting back 40 days and 40 nights (laughs) to see how much rain since about the 10th of December as we went into early January. Yeah, it it was another wet month. Um, preliminary values for South Jersey are 6.18 inches of rain and melted snow. We melt that snow down and take the water equivalent. That's 2.71 inches above normal, not quite twice the norm. And that ranks as the seventh wettest South Jersey January, uh, going back to 1895. I can't remember exactly where South Jersey came in in December. Uh, December statewide was the wettest. I think South might have been wettest in December, But suffice it to say, you know, we started off with rain and snow event on the 6th. We had the big event was on the 8th and ninth, where some areas got three to four inches of rain out of that. Uh, And then the snows actually didn't add a lot of moisture. You melted that down, it was a half an inch, um, a third of an inch. Uh, That was more talking snow when we got into there. And then we had one rain event to close out the month. After a very drizzly, dreary, drippy uh, couple of days as well. So, yeah, I mean, there was something for everyone in January. I mean, let's face it. There was something for everyone across the state.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, January, I think typically, you correct me if I'm wrong, has the widest range in temperatures when you're looking at the coldest and the warmest, you know, it could be. I did want to go a little bit more into that January 9th storm because not only did it bring a lot of rain but it brought a lot of wind too. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have I, Island Beach State Park got above 70 miles an hour uh, in Ocean County uh but there were multiple places that were over 60 and the uh and I would say impactful part about that is that it wasn't just the shore that was above 60 but we were talking about places well inland. That got the sixty miles an hour with gusts. I believe Upper Deerfield in Cumberland County got up there, but there were places in Cumberland, Atlantic, Cape May, Ocean. Didn't matter. Yeah,
1: southwest wind. Yeah, yeah. The southwest corner of the state had the strongest winds overall, but everywhere south of one ninety-five had wind gusts exceeding forty miles an hour at some time during the storm. It was one of the windier statewide events it uh, doesn't trump um sandy right. but a handful of events at most have been that windy since that storm in 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 2012 so yeah a very windy storm and we had like i think it was 13 days or so in january where someone in the state had a wind gust one of our stations had a wind gust exceeding 40 miles an hour <laughs> I mean that's almost half the days of the month. It was a very windy month but nothing more so um than on the uh the 9th. Yeah. Now right after the snow on the 20th, 21st, you may where people may remember it blowing around quite a bit. Oh yeah. Cuz we had some, some drifting come out of that as well. So yeah, it it was a windy month. And, and it's January. It's the middle of winter where we have the more potent storms. So not Utterly surprising. But the magnitude and the coverage, as you su- suggested, of that event on the 9th was really impressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, we even get some nor'easters that don't, you know, have winds like that, you know, during the winter. Um, I also took this, uh, the air pressure, the minimum air pressure with that center of the storm was 975 millibars. That's a pretty intense storm um you know there's a number of category two hurricanes that are like that um so it was a potent storm that we dealt with we had 37,000 atlantic city electric customers without right. power um down here um, we saw all their power outages throughout the state but you know 37,000 atlantic city electric that's 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 a, a impactful storm and you know Electric just anecdotally you know Atlantic State Electric has done a lot since Sandy on strengthening the grid, uh, you know, to prevent anything massive like we saw in Sandy. So even to see thirty-seven thousands impressive, you know, and hopefully and you know it's good that these are only happening on rare occasion. It's not like this is happening with every storm that's coming through.
1: The other interesting thing about that storm, those winds were coming from the southeast, yep. and they pushed water up Delaware Bay into the lower tidal Delaware River. To the point that a st- uh, a gauge, you could call it a tidal gauge, in the Delaware River at Burlington, in Burlington County, yeah, a record high. Um, oh. And that pushed water up the tributaries and did some flooding along the Delaware right. shoreline, <laughs> the Delaware River shoreline.
0: Yeah, you don't see that too often.
1: No, you don't. And, and it affected Chesapeake Bay as well, where there was significant flooding in um in Annapolis and some in Baltimore, but then add the rain that fell and up north, I know we're talking the Land Canyon, the Raritan and the Passaic River rivers, the main stem, main stations, went to major flood stage again. They had yeah. been at major flood stage in December. In fact, in the Raritan, the, the, those two floods were the ninth and tenth greatest floods of the last century. And they were only two tenths of a foot difference apart. Up in the Passaic, it was the ninth and thirteenth worst floods of the last century. Now, part of the reason why it was still so wet, so when the second storm came along, it had an it had a head start on bringing the water levels up in the river. So, wow, what a ride we had back in Jan in, in January. Yeah, no question, no question. Yeah, I- that, what a you know, way that, to that way. end what a way to end all of this
0: right just what a, a way to end all this and you know really since December 10th it was non-stop for us here at the press it was always just storm after storm after storm and then we ended off with that uh with that snow uh let's talk about the temperatures because you were uh, teasing to us uh, before the break You had some pretty interesting temperature combinations what are we talking about here
1: yeah you know we overall we averaged um, in in South Jersey, two point seven degrees above normal. Um, AC Airport, two point three above the marina, two point six. So that's a common number. Now that's not exceptional. Last January, if you remember, was the first or second warmest January yes. record, depending where you were looking in the state. But this ranked around twenty fifth, twentieth to twenty fifth warmest out of one hundred thirty years. Yeah. So it's in the top twenty percent. Uh, we're just so used to things being warm. Uh, in the state in recent decades, the last couple of decades. But there were some interesting contrasts. There was one day, and the date escapes me, later in the month, where the warm air, it's when D.C. got up to 80 and Norfolk, Virginia, yep. 80. The warm air got into Cape May County and we had a high temperature of 72 degrees there, where the rest of the state was 10 to 20 to 30 degrees colder yeah Um, that was the most interesting day and you're smiling so you must be thinking of that
0: yeah it was the 25th is the day you're thinking of thursday the 25th and you know these warm fronts they 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 never climb as far as the computer models say but i i did get a picture from somebody on the beach in cape may and it was like partly sunny and like you said you know it was very warm uh and you almost looked like it could have been a day in june or you know may maybe but uh Yeah, it was incredible and uh, well above average there. And I think it was our, not that I think I know, was generally in South Jersey the warmest day of the month. Um, But then we kind of had this like in the middle of the month, right? Like this cold snap. uh, It's something we really didn't see any of last winter here. So it wasn't, I don't think any day was exceptionally cold, um, but it was, you know, we had a couple of days below 32, um, you know, the 20th to the 21st was below 30 or 32 degrees, uh, both inland and at the shore, with the uh, a couple of places in the single digits those nights right after the snow, because the snow helped to you know cool the ground because the higher albedo, you know, during the day, the sun comes down, reflects off the snow, and then at night it just continues to cool. So, uh, again, oh. nothing exceptionally cold, but it was something we haven't seen,
1: uh, in wait, two years. Wait, thank you. I think we had three days where none of our stations in our 67 stations, three days, none of them got above freezing for a high temperature. And last winter, I don't think we had one day. Yeah, oh, yes, it. we did. But remember last winter, right before Christmas, a couple brutally cold days, right at the beginning of February, a couple of brutally cold days. And that was it. Yeah. This year, it lasted, what, about 10 days or so, where it felt like winter and the pond started getting some ice. Yeah. On Not that they were safe for skating or anything. No. And the snow hung around for the better part of a week with a couple of snow events. So it felt like that old traditional winter, uh, but was relatively short-lived then. And we'll see, even if it comes at the end of the month, the snow will... Likely be relatively short lived, but um, that's the way a lot of people like it, Joe. Yeah. Let me also add for the listeners it's it's months like January that give gray hair to meteorologists like Joe, and the difficult job you have in just seeing where that warm air is going to come on a day without any precipitation, see where that rain snow line is going to come on a day when we have precipitation. And that's day those are days when i'm very glad i'm a climatologist right. and not a meteorologist so you chose well, well for thank some you forecast this past month
0: yeah it's uh well thank you it was uh you know it was an ex- it was challenging but it was a challenge that again you had you didn't really get last winter so you kind of were a little rejuvenated uh to talk about it and thankfully damage was minimal i don't believe any lives were lost in any of this so that that's always the important part you can have some fun with you know with the forecasting as long as all that you know holds true so we got one minute left here on our last episode um how about i just turn it over to you i mean you've done so much for this show i just want to turn it over to you you can shout out where people can continue to find your information uh maybe you want to share your biggest weather event since we started in mid 2018 but Next 45 seconds are yours.
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh, You know, first of all, let me thank you for inviting me in to do this. Our friendship has grown, and I'm going to miss this. Uh, You know, anybody who's listened to this podcast knows, first of all, what good friends we are, how we enjoy what we do. And I hope that has pervaded everything we've talked about. You know, continue to visit the State Climate Office at NJ. Uh, climate.org, or go to our website, njweather.org, um, you know, and and you can always contact us in the state climate office, continue with your Coco Ross observing or join up and become a volunteer uh, and just keep loving everything about the atmosphere around us. And of course, keep listening and watching Joe's broadcast of uh, of weather reports and other goings on. So thank you um both joe uh mike stockton and everyone who's listened in it's really been a fun ride it really has been
0: and this won't be the last you'll see
1: dave robinson
0: in my work i'll be calling him we'll be getting him in more we can get him in more now that i'm not doing the podcast so we'll have him on different stories and things like that we're gonna wrap it up though we appreciate everyone tuning in over the past five and a half years really appreciate it we got our across the sky podcast you can listen to as well new episodes there every monday the last time we will talk to you well we'll talk to you sometime in the future it'll be in a different way shape or form than this but again we appreciate all your time and thanks again for last time for listening to the something in the air podcast